Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 76 of Too Busy to Podcast. How has your week been? I hope you are well. Last week, we talked about podcast ratings and reviews and the part they play in your business. Yes, they do matter. However, there's other things that you should focus on when you are podcasting for business. So if you haven't listened to the episode as yet, please tune in and let me know what you think. Agree, disagree, questions, concerns, let me know. Hit your girl up. But today I want to talk to you about auditing your podcast. This episode is for you if you've been podcasting for a while and you feel like your show just isn't hitting the right note or you're struggling to figure out how to make it better or actually maybe your show's doing quite well and you want to take things to the next level in 2023. Either which way, I want you to stop banging your head against that brick wall because I'm about to give you everything you need to complete a full audit of your show. Now, when I've done this for clients in the past, I usually cover four key areas. And within each area, there's quite a few things that I will look at. And I can't possibly go through everything because, you know, I'm trying to keep this episode to 15 to 20 minutes. But what I am going to do is give you three or four questions for each category to help you to look at your show from a critical point of view and make any necessary improvements. So the four areas are foundations, content strategy, systems, and marketing. And I'm going to break down each category and the questions within. So grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen, or maybe if you've got a remarkable, you can pull that out so that you can make some notes because this episode is going to be a juicy one. All right. Number one, foundations. Now, depending on how long you've been podcasting, it might be a while, but you need to cast your memory back to when you first launched your show and think about the things that you did to set your show up. So this is around your podcast name, your artwork, your show descriptions, the podcast categories that you chose for your show. And I want you to think about, well, this is the most important question, probably for this entire episode. The thing that should be always at the forefront of your mind and carry you through as you create content for your podcast. And that is, you need to be super duper duper clear what your show is about, who it's for, and what your ideal listener will take away. So one thing I want to add here is the most important step when it comes to auditing your show is being able to to see your show not as a host. You need to step out of your host's shoes and step into your listener, your ideal listener's shoes. You need to see it from their perspective. So it's almost like you are having an outer body experience 
and you're looking down on your show. So really step out of it from a host point of view. This is all educational. This is all learning. This is all a little bit transformative as well. Number two, does your podcast align with your business. If you are podcasting for business, it is so important that your podcast aligns 100% with your business. This is something that I didn't do. If I could go back, I would definitely set up my podcast in a different way. It was almost like, oh, this is the educational branch. I would just do it in a completely different way. So just make sure that your podcast is aligned completely with your offers and how you serve your clients. Number three, does your format and structure suit your style and your audience? So format refers to weekly, fortnightly, twice a week. It also refers to solo interview, whether you have a mix. Does that suit your style and your audience? And something also important to think about here is the length of your episodes. So this is a good one where you look, you hop into Apple Podcasts and your Spotify account and see what your episode consumption rate is because you really want your audience to be listening to the majority of your episode. And if you find that people are dipping off like, you know, at 65%, that is an indicator that your episodes are too long. So format and structure. All right. Second category is content strategy. And your first question is, do you have a clear understanding of your ideal listener slash ideal client? This will relate to, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, their problems, their desires, their goals. What are they struggling with at the moment? Where do they want to be? If you are using your podcast as a lead generation tool, your episode They need to see themselves in their content. They need to see, like I remember I was listening to a podcast once and I literally had, I looked to the side of me, I was driving somewhere and I looked to the side of me because it almost felt as though the host was in the car with me. It was beyond is she in my head. It was literally, is she in the car with me? She was calling me out. I did actually work with her. She's a business strategist. I did actually work with her, but that is the key to converting your listeners into your clients. They need to feel seen. They need to feel heard. They need to feel as though you are the solution to their problems. So if we need to move beyond surface, we need to go deeper. What are they struggling with? What do they desire to be? And as we do on social media, it's going deeper than I want financial freedom. What does that financial freedom allow them to do? So go deep in your episode content. Some people will be like, oh, I don't want to give too much away. But honest to God, you cannot do that on your podcast. You know too much. You have so much expertise. You couldn't possibly give it all away in a 15, 20 minute podcast episode. So go deep so that your ideal listeners see themselves in what you're talking about and sign up to work with you. Okay, question two. Do you have a good ratio of guest interviews to solo episodes? Now, if you've been in my world for a while, you would have heard me talk about this before. And I strongly believe that if 
lead generation is one of your goals for your podcast, you must place more importance on solo episodes. Solo episodes position you as the expert. Guests are great. I've had some amazing guests on this show. The thing about guests, however, is that the spotlight is not on you. So when you are interviewing someone or having a conversation with someone, your listener's attention is on that guest, which is why they're guesting in the first place. It's part of their visibility strategy. And so if you are looking to nurture, prime, attract, convert your listeners into your paid offers, they need to see you as the authority. And I personally recommend a ratio of 70 to 30. 70% being you behind the mic, 30% to guest interviews. And because you've got such a small amount to guess, that means that you have to be really, really, really strategic in the guests that you choose to have in your show. And I've talked about this in a previous episode, episode 60. I'll make sure that I link it in the show notes so you can check out and learn more about being strategic in your guest selection. But really, you need to put the spotlight on you and not on others. And for the guests that you've had on your show, were they the right fit? Have a look. Again, have a look at your stats. How did their episodes perform? And for those that performed really well, is there anything that you could talk about and put your spin on? Just because it was a good guest interview doesn't mean that you don't have a opinion on that topic. And so you can take a small subtopic that came up in that interview and talk about it from your perspective. Hence, positioning yourself as the expert. Question three, do you have clarity around what you're talking about on your show? A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to talk about any and everything, but it's really in your best interest and your listeners' best interest, to kind of stick to three or four topics in general. So for example, using this podcast as an example, the overarching topic is, of course, podcasting. And my three pillars or buckets that my content usually sits in, based on the seasons, they could be launch, manage, grow, monetize, right? Another set of pillars could potentially be mindset, tech, marketing, and content. So what are those three to four pillars or buckets for you? We don't want a whole laundry list because we want to keep it super niche and on point, but your content needs to focus on what your listener needs. It needs to add value to their life. How will your content, how will listening to your podcast help them be a better person in some way. And so go back to the drawing board. If you've got a really long list of things that you talk about, try to condense them so that you are focused and your listeners are focused as well. Category number three is systems and processes. Now, this is one that I'm super passionate about because I truly believe that a lot of podcasts don't make it past episode seven because they weren't prepared for the amount of work involved and they have no system set up. 
and I can say that because I DIY this show whilst running a podcast production company. Yes, I have team members who help me with my clients, but I run this podcast by myself. And if it wasn't for the systems and sticking to my processes, I wouldn't be able to show up consistently. So this is a really, really important one. And one that when I've conducted audits before, this is one where a lot of my recommendations has been focused. So question number one to you is, do you have an easy streamlined way of reaching out to guests and onboarding them? Question two, have you created templates for your podcast to save time on the many repetitive tasks that are involved in managing a show. And I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I have templates for everything. I have templates for my graphics. I have templates for my editing. So I, all I have to do when I edit is pop in the new episode. The intro is already in place. The outro, I'll slide across into place. Bob, done. I have templates for my show notes. I have templates for my episode description. Literally everything is a little quick tweak, copy and paste wherever it needs to go. That's it. There's no, you know, recreating the wheel with every episode. So do you have those templates in place? And if you don't, even templates to your guests, you should not be writing a fresh email every time you reach out to a guest. That is not a good use of your time. If you use Google Mail, you are able to create templates so that all you need to do is copy and paste every time you reach out to a new guest. There is so much in the online space that helps us to make our lives easier. So I urge you to utilize these tools. And what I love even more is the majority of them are free. So you are not adding to your expenses budget. So definitely check that out. Number three, do you have a set process otherwise known as SOP or standard operating procedure that you follow for each episode? This is just so that you can create the same great quality content each and every time, each and every time, because I've been there. There are times where I'm like, oh yeah, I know what to do next. And then the episode goes live and I'm like, oh crap, I didn't do X, Y, Z. And that's because I decided not to use my SOP for that part, especially the marketing piece. There's so many different pieces of the marketing. So like writing the social media posts, writing the blog posts, writing the episode description, updating your graphics, doing the videos for your guest interview. There's so many different pieces. It's very, very easy to forget. So if you have an SOP, I have mine printed now. It's just above my Mac and I look up and tick things off mentally as I'm doing them. And that ensures that I am creating the same great quality content each and every time. And I'm not stressed because when the episode is live, I want to be focused on one, preparing for the next one, but then also to marketing it and not be stressed out about what I haven't done. So have you got SOPs for your podcast? And this is really good. This is good for you now, but this will always also be fantastic for you further down the road when you decide to outsource. Uh, If you were to bring a VA on board, 
you already have the SOPs for them to follow. So don't think about just now, think about later down the road. And something that I feel lends itself really well to podcasting success is getting ahead. And a great way of doing that, I've talked about this, is batching. So I've tried lots of different ways, routines, where I've sat and batched research, I've batched the copy. At the moment, what I'm doing is I have content days on Mondays. So I'm coming to you live on a Monday. It's my content day. It's my day to record the podcast episode, to write the show notes, to write the social media copy, all of that. So I've got four or five hours every Monday to get this stuff done. And so what works best for you? It's really important that you test things to see what works for you because what works for me might not necessarily work for you. And the key thing for me is that if it's not on my calendar, it's just not going to happen. Truth. If it's not on my calendar, it just does not exist. It's not going to happen. And it's just really being strict with yourself. Like this is the time I've allocated for my podcast. Short of sickness or worse, nothing else is going to stop me from carrying out my podcast tasks today. You have to be that strict with yourself, especially if you're managing everything yourself. You just have to be that strict with yourself. And finally, category number four is marketing. Marketing is another big one. I've been there. I still fall back into bad patterns, which is why I now created this one content day, because it's so easy to just market your episode, promote your episode on the day it goes live, and that's it. But that's not going to grow your show. You have to post about your podcast more than once on multiple platforms. The more new eyes you can get on your show, the faster it will grow. And so you need to have a solid plan in place to help you to do this. And again, I've been there, which is why I can speak from personal experience. But the key, this is definitely something that you can batch or should be batching. If you have a VA, a couple of my clients have VAs where they will help with the graphics, they will just write the caption and then their VA will put all the other pieces together. Whatever works best for you, but this is the bit that's crucial. It's crucial at launch and it's crucial beyond launch because if you don't get new eyes on your show, it's not going to grow. And then it's going to feel like a complete waste of your time. And I don't want that for you. So if you haven't got a marketing plan, I urge you to create one today. For me, that looks like promoting the show at least three times a week. For me, that looks like using video content. And that might not be necessarily a person, that might be an audiogram, that might be a video of a podcast recording, it might be a reel, it might be a graphic that I created in Canva and it's moving and it looks all So there's lots of different things that you could do using video without showing your face, but you definitely have to come together with a plan. What are your platforms that you're marketing on? How often are you going to promote and what are you going to promote on those days? So open up an Excel, a Google sheet and create something that works for you because posting once is not going to work. There's too many algorithm changes that we have to tackle day in and day out. 
day in and day out. So create a plan that works for you. Question number two, are you leveraging your content and repurposing across multiple channels? This is so key. Again, I've been here, which is why I can speak to this. Your podcast episode is not a one and done. Yes, it's evergreen. So it can be found for years and years and years. But whilst it's fresh, whilst you have recently recorded it, that is your time to get it in front of multiple people. And I think a couple episodes back, we talked about this really cool thing (laughs) of creating a Spotify playlist based on a specific theme. And, you know, depending on your business, this can be used in so many different ways. This could be used for leads. This could be used for new clients. And this is where your content strategy comes in. Because if you're creating content based around things that you know your clients are struggling with, when you get a lead or someone pops into your DMs and asks a question, boom, you've got a podcast episode. I have a client who did this so well last week. So in Instagram stories, she did an ask me anything poll, and then she reshared the questions on social media. And I think she did four or five, she might've got more, but she reshared four or five, and at least two of those were questions were answered on her podcast. So she did a little blurb where she answered in text, and then she linked the podcast episode. That is a great way of getting your content in front of new people. And now that person will go across, listen to that podcast episode, hopefully will then find another one that they find interesting and another one and another one and become a loyal fan and hopefully a client. So don't let your podcast episodes just sit there and, you know, collect dust. Make the most of them, repurpose across multiple channels. And I'm not saying that I want you to burn yourself out with marketing. Come up again, come up with a plan that works best for you. Your podcast is a content goldmine. Use it to your advantage each and every single day. Now, question number three, are you leveraging other people's audiences? Are you borrowing other people's audiences? This obviously means being a guest on other shows. We've talked about this multiple times on the podcast and We also have an amazing episode coming up with Christina next week, but guesting, in my opinion, is all the number one way to grow your podcast. I don't care what anyone else says. It's the number one way of growing your show. You get to spend 20, 30, 45 minutes sharing your expertise with someone else's audience. And the key here is to make sure that their audience are your ideal clients. Don't just pick some random podcast. Be really, really intentional. And you talk about your podcast. You make sure you share the link to your podcast so that they can have a listen. And then they are drawn in by your fantastic content. And over time, they could be nurtured and converted into clients. That's kind of how it works. So if you haven't been guesting on any shows as yet, I highly urge you to do this. And another thing to to think about is, are you using a range of formats to engage your audience? So depending on the platform, 
I mean, video is king regardless of the platform, right? But every platform, the algorithm works differently. So I'm not necessarily saying to just post the same thing on the same day across all platforms, but definitely make the most of that content. You know, on Instagram, reels are quite popular. It's the quickest way to get in front of more eyes. You can post behind the scenes content. You can share a quick takeaway when you're talking direct to camera. You can do a really nice quote card. There's so many different things that you can do. Carousels as well work really well on Instagram. This is where you have, you know, four to 10, that's probably too long, four to six different slides in one post. And what works really, really well with carousels is as someone's scrolling through their feed, they might see the first page. The next time they're in their feed, they'll see the second page and then the third page. And so you could have multiple opportunities to grab that person's attention as opposed to a single graphic, which they'll just see once. And carousels are great for educational content. So depending on what your podcast episode is about, a carousel could fit really, really well for that specific type of content. So there we have it. Oh, was that a lot? I hope you found that helpful. I think we came to about 15, 15 questions, I think. But those questions are here to help you draw out information on those four key areas so that if there's anything that you need to improve upon, you can make those changes sooner rather than later. If anything's come up for you from this episode, be sure to check out the supporting related episodes that I'm linking in the show notes. There's episodes about batching. There's episodes about being a podcast guest. There's so much that I've talked about here that I can support you further in additional episodes. So be sure to check out the show notes. And I hadn't planned to, but what I'm also going to do is include a checklist with these questions so that you can just print it off. And while you're doing your audit, you can tick things off as you go. If you'd like any support with auditing your show, because it sometimes is good to have an impartial person do this for you. I've opened up three spots on my calendar for podcast audits in January and February. The link is in the show notes to book. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at too busy to podcast or LinkedIn by my name, Rosemary Calendar. I would be more than happy to serve you and help you to achieve your podcasting goals for 2023. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we have an amazing guest with us, Christina, who is a podcast guesting specialist. She has her own podcast guest agency. She books her clients on, you know, top rated shows and she's joining us to share her insights. We recorded the episode last week and it really is a good one. Really, really good one. So I can't wait for you to hear that and you have a great week and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. 
post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.